Welcome to Rugged Rants, a tough and sometimes bold conversation on the future of innovation and technology and what you can expect as work changes over time. I'm Craig Joukowsky. I'm Group Manager of Product Management at Panasonic Toughbook. And I'm here today with my very good friend and longtime colleague, Mary Beth Hall, who's the Director of Wireless Strategy at Panasonic Toughbook. Welcome, Mary Beth. Great. I'm excited to be here. That was great to have you. Well, you and I are going to talk about a topic that everybody seems to be talking about. Some people seem to know a lot about. Some people think they know a lot about. And that's 5G. Can't seem to go anywhere, watch TV, listen to the radio, Mm -hmm. uh, be in a meeting where 5G doesn't come up as a topic. So we're going to talk about the hype, the reality, and more importantly, what it means to our customers and the work that we're doing at Panasonic Toughbook to, to make sure that we meet our customers' needs. So why don't we dive right in, Mary Beth? So Sounds good. 5G, what is it? What is it not? Yeah, let's, let's just uh, break it down a little bit. I mean, right now in the news, we've got a couple of consumer v- devices that just launched. I think uh, consumers are really looking for that next um, innovation. But I think what we need to do when we when I think about 5G, it's there's a couple of new words that we need to talk through. Um, the 5G t- technology is set out by a company or a partnership called 3GPP, uh, third generation uh, partner program, and that those standards have been set for 5G. And then you're going to hear another term out there called NR, 5G NR, which means new radio. So what does all that mean? I think. One of the things that I was thinking about as I was getting ready for this podcast was kind of going back in time. And both you and I have been around wireless for a really long time, right? We've, we've seen a lot of Gs. Yeah, a lot of Gs. And even before, you know, the first G, I remember that big analog bag phone long before texting. My kids can't understand a day when texting didn't exist. I know, I know. So I've been around since the Xs, right? 1X, 2X. First data. Exactly, right? When text messaging was something that we didn't do, right? Voice was everything. And so we've seen it evolve. I mean, think about it. 3G brought us the internet where you could get on the internet on a device. 4G really gave us the speeds. And now 5G is really going to be evolving and revolutionary for us. So I'm excited for our customers and really for um, the business that we're in uh, to really hone in and provide our customers with a, a very comprehensive solution to really solve some of their biggest challenges that we see. Yeah, to your point about the many Gs over the years, going up to and including now 5G, it seems like the time frame between them are accelerating. I mean, 4G started about 2010, 2011. Yes. And here we are ready to start another G. You know, that's a really good point. And if you look at the, the history, you know, you go back to the internet. That took us 10 years to really to have uh, a comprehensive internet network that we have today. I don't think there's any of us that goes a half hour without Googling something, right? Everything is at our fingertips, whether it's uh, by fingers or by voice text, right? We're using a lot of our um, our technology to be able to call up and, and recall facts. Um, now, fast forward, it only took two years for smartphones to take take heat. Um, less than less than um, you know, it was like eighteen to twenty four months for apps to be there, wearables to be there. So, five G is kind of that next evolution uh, for our customers when it comes to wireless. Um, I think some of the things that we're going to talk a little bit about is what does it really mean for our customers, and and what do we need to be thinking about? 
Yeah, and that's that's a great segue because what what do we almost all know about five G? It's mostly the consumer use cases, augmented reality, mm-hmm. virtual reality, extreme reality, yeah, gaming. I, I know I can't wait for the ability to be able to download a movie in only a couple of minutes, right? Let alone you know ten minutes or seven minutes, but be able to do it in a minute or two. That's an exciting use case as a consumer. But for the Panasonic Toughbook and the mm-hmm. customers we serve, primarily enterprise, federal government, public safety. Um, we have to address their concerns, and they have very specific needs. So what is 5G going to mean to them in the uh, enterprise space? Yeah, I was thinking about that as well as we were getting ready. And uh, on my commute in, I commute in uh, from the western part of uh, New Jersey, so it's about an hour ride. And I was thinking, you know, uh, driving in a car or commuting, it kind of has there's a really good analogy with 5G. The first one is, is if I needed to get to work less than an hour, let's say, I could really go over the speed limit, right? That would get me there faster. Or I could actually live closer, right? I could get proximity to to my work location. But then I think, oh, wow, it's really expensive near New York City. Maybe that's not a, a, a great fit for me. Well, we can also then think about capacity, right? What if we were able to add an additional lane? then more of us could get down the highway, right? And or what if we could manage traffic based on where we need to go, some traffic management? And I think that analogy is really perfect for 5G. Um, Speed is one of those things, as you mentioned on the consumer side, where our customers are gonna really need to be able to get information very quickly and speed is one of those things. It's gonna be 10 times faster and it absolutely uh, will do that. Um, capacity. It'll allow us things like wearables, IoT, the the billions of devices that we're seeing uh, and predicting with IoT. It will enable us to do that in a more seamless environment and really connect what we do every day with mobility for our customers. And then you think about um, the technology and being able to really create that HOV lane, the capacity. How do we do that and be able to get instantaneous um, information when we need it. That's really at the edge, right? That's that edge computing that we all have been hearing about 5G, being able to get information right at the edge of the network. And then that last one is that traffic management. Um, One of the other benefits to, to 5G is being able to Uh, network slice or dynamic spectrum um, allocation, carriers are now really able to be very systematic in who needs to get what technology depending on what they're doing. So when you think about that, what's really exciting for our customers, let's just take one of our customer groups, let's say manufacturing. You know, manufacturing forklift operators today they can do a lot on their devices. We've got tablets, we've got two-in-ones, handhelds that they can really do what they need to do um, when they need to do it. Where the magic happens with 5G is how do they get data real time? So that's that latency factor where it's going to be 10 times latency. So let's say, I'll give an example. Let's say today it takes about 50 milliseconds. That's pretty fast Uh for us to be able to get information. 5G will be 10 milliseconds. So you can see it's it's almost instantaneous. It's the blink of an eye. Exactly. So now think, go back to my manufacturing plant. What if I can, within 
that 10 milliseconds make a decision on the line that I need to do to be able to provide a custom order for my customer. Think about a retail shop. If their inventory is off by 1%, that could be up to a half a million dollars in cost of inventory. That number is staggering. You know, if I really know where all my products are at any given point, what would that do for my business? So I think when I think about it in our enterprise space, and we lead in in the enterprise space when it comes to manufacturing, uh, supply chain, warehousing, really trying to provide um, our customers with um, a niche product like a rugged mobility, um, whether that's a laptop two-in-one or handheld, we're really able to provide that total package for them um, all in one place for them to be able to make some of those key decisions for their business. Yeah. So, I mean, great use cases that really puts 5G in perspective. It's more than just speed. You mentioned speed, latency, edge computing. When our customers understand and the the public understands that it's more than just the movie download or augmented reality. I mean, and in the the even more distant future, autonomous driving, autonomous vehicles. I mean, that's going to be a big factor. You have to have the latency, the blink of an eye latency that you mentioned in order for that technology to truly work, correct? Absolutely. And you think about autonomous vehicles when it comes to our first responders, uh, being able to get data when they need it. Situational awareness. Situational, yeah, and make sure that they're safe. Right. Our officers are in arm's way almost every single day now. Absolutely. Um, They need to be able to get information when they need it. Um, That's one of the biggest benefits that we see with 5G. Let's just pause for one second. I think it's also important that we know that 4G is not going away. Yeah. You know, it's evolving. It's it's going to, you know, if you have a 5G device, it will be backwards compatible to 4G. It's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. They're going to go together. Yeah, that's a great segue. I was going to ask you, so at Panasonic, we have a strategy that we're working towards mm. a, a path to 5G. And it's important to recognize that 4G is... And a huge part of our existing uh, product line, like, like you said, whether it be handhelds, tablets, and or laptops and two-in-ones. So, you know, I know that I, from a product perspective, and you from wireless strategy, we talk and listen to our customers every day, and we're learning from them. We're asking mm-hmm. them about use cases. But would you talk a little bit about our wireless strategy overall, not only just today, but in the near future as we move towards 5G? Absolutely. Well, let me back up one second before I get to the wireless strategy and talk a little bit about um, the culture here at Panasonic. We're we're a hundred year old brand, right? So technology is kind of in our DNA. But one of the things that we want to always do is keep our customer in mind. And we have something called Gemba Process Innovation. And that really means the Gemba is a Japanese word where the work gets processed. So if that's my um, my retail data person keying in inventory, or if that's my first responder, wherever that work is happening, combine that now with our process innovation. That is the piece that we've always been um, part of our DNA, if you will. Um, listening to the voice of the customer, making sure that we're always keeping the customer top of mind our wireless strategy won't be any different here. We are listening to our customers today to make sure that we can innovate tomorrow um, for what they need. Um, We've got, we do a lot of customer panels. 
We make sure that our engineers come over from Japan and talk directly to our customers because we know cookie cutter solutions don't work for our customers. They've got very unique needs and we have the ability to customize what they need um, when it comes to wireless. I mean, today uh, we're able to connect to all the tier one carriers here in the U.S. and around the world. Um, and we're going to continue that philosophy. We have been involved with all of the 5G standards when it comes to testing and certification. Um, we're continuing to stay very close to all the elements when it comes to that ecosystem of creating a, a new device. So it sounds like you and your team have your finger on the pulse of 5G, the latest innovations, where we're headed, where we are. Um, at the same time, our sales teams and our frontline employees are listening and speaking to our customers, mm -hmm. educating them on what 5G is, what it is not. At the same time, asking them what are some of the use cases that 5G could be beneficial to them. And also asking them what is it that your device can't do today. And today these are powerful connected devices and there's not too many things that they can't do. So it's nice that we have incredible products we can give them today, but at the same time, make sure that we're charting a course towards the future. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I mean, and, and that never changes, right? really keeping the customer in mind and making sure that we always know what the customer's goals are and what are some of the pain points that, that the customer has that we can help solve. And we consider ourselves, and, and I've seen it um, in almost every interaction that I have with customers, is we're that trusted advisor. We want to help customers break through the hype um, that they're hearing, whether that's from a carrier or other OEMs, trying to be first, trying to be the biggest, uh, trying to be the fastest. Um, we want to be that extra voice for the customer to make sure we give kind of a perspective on where they need to go. Um, 5G technology, while it's it's very exciting, and I, I can't wait to see where we go with it. I mean, 4G has brought us so many things from, you may think about it, I can curate my own music with with applications, right? Um, my niece uh, met her now husband with swiping left and right um, on an app, right? So all those extra things that we didn't even think of when, when 4G hit. Um, you, we've both seen kind of that uh, evolution. Um, I'm very excited about 5G and where we're going to go with this. And I agree. And, and you know, I'm geeking out about it myself. Yeah. I have a 5G consumer device that I carry around. I don't have coverage just yet in New Jersey, but mm -hmm. I'm very, very excited to... Uh, be ahead of the curve and ready for it, but even more excited by what we can deliver for our enterprise customers in the future. I have one more question for you, Mary Beth, sure. I wanted to ask. If you were talking with just somebody generally in the public, or more specifically one of our customers, and they say, Mary Beth, I'm, I'm just, I, I can't go anywhere in life without tripping over somebody's 5G marketing message, what would you say to them, like in terms of the hype or the reality? What would be your general message yeah, to them? Yeah, I think when I hear things like that, uh, I was actually just with a customer and we had this conversation and I, I framed it up the way you and I are chatting right now is, what are you trying to solve for, Mr. Customer, when it goes back to 5G? Uh, what do you need to be able to do with your field services people that are in the street that you, you want to, that you're not able to do? Um, so I think... That when he explained to me that he's really trying to get more real-time data uh, faster, then that might be an opportunity for 5G. Um, but with that new technology come some other things that you need to consider. Um, there's cost. 
Um, there could be changes to devices, right? Um, 5G has things like beam forming and millimeter waves and um, some of those technologies that uh, we're starting to hear as consumers um, to consider when it talk when we talk to our customers. So what are they willing to pay for? Uh, what are they willing to change about their current setup? Because some of these things that we're talking about will change how they do business today. Um, so that's, yeah. that's another piece that we need to kind of start educating our customers on. That's great advice. And it's, uh, well, you know, first of all, know it, understand it, make sure it fits your needs and talk about some of the uh, scenarios you talked about. Does it provide you increased performance? Does it say, uh, give you efficiencies? Does it enhance your business in any particular way? And if it does, then that's the right way to go for you. Uh, we've, we've talked about a lot today and it's always a pleasure talking with you, Mary Beth. Um, we've learned a lot. We have a lot more to learn. We're going to stay very close to it. We'll continue to talk with our customers and the public about it. I want to thank you for your time today. This is Craig Jakowski, and you just uh, listened to another episode of Rugged Rants. I'm going to ask that you tune in to, some new epi- to hear some new episodes from my fellow co-hosts, Susan Campbell and Barry Ross, on a whole range of topics, uh, each, though, a tough and bold conversation on the future of innovation and technology and what you could expect as work changes. Mary Beth, thank you again. Thank you, Craig.